0: The province of BC announced a new circuit breaker fund today, a new $50 million fund that is aimed at helping businesses that have been hit hard by the most recent round of public health restrictions. Those businesses include restaurants, bars, breweries, wineries, gyms, and fitness centers. Businesses can get up to $10,000 in one-time funding to be able to help with things like wages, rent, maintenance and utilities, or even to help with perishable food items that restaurants may have purchased. So just how big of a help will this fund be? Well, I'm pleased to welcome to the show now the acting spokesperson for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business in BC, Annie Dormuth. Annie, thanks so much for the time. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, doing well. Thanks so much for having me see if I be on the show.
0: Absolutely. Well, I guess I'll just start with kind of that overarching question is just how big of a help do you think this is going to be to independent businesses here in our province?
1: Well, definitely it will be impactful for the two hardest hit industries throughout this entire pandemic. You know, the hospitality and arts and recreation industries are, you know, businesses in them have had uh, the most strict and prolonged restrictions on them for more than a year now. So this up to $10,000 in a direct cash injection to their business will definitely hopefully help those business owners um, get through the other side of the pandemic and uh, recover some, some loss revenue um as these restrictions uh remain in place for the time being
0: when when you say that number allowed ten thousand dollars and that's up to so it's going to take a pretty substantial size business to be able to qualify for that whole amount uh is is that a lot it doesn't sound maybe like a lot in the in the overall scheme of things but i know any little bit helps but just how big of an impact do you think if someone were to get say 10 grand is that going to have a significant impact or really just help them inch through this
1: I would say that it would uh, it would help them inch through this. It's important to recognize that, you know, in both of these industries, only around 10% of them are actually making normal sales for this time of year. And keep in mind, I mean, they they've been handling these restrictions and operating under less than normal sales for more than a year now. So, again, that up to $10,000 um, hopefully will help them get through the next couple of weeks here and when they can be able to reopen again. But as we have seen for many small businesses, a lot of these support programs is, is essentially a little bit of drop in the bucket considering the amount of debt they have taken on and uh, the state of their businesses that are in. But it's definitely welcome news and much appreciated for small businesses because any little bit helps right now.
0: Yeah, so this can be used in a number of different ways, but one of the things the jobs minister today kept pointing to was really helping to make sure employees are getting paid and making sure they can stay on the payroll. I guess how um, significant is that Per percentage of of or not percentage, but just how how big of a deal do you think it is to be able to keep people on the payroll as opposed to strictly paying off bills? I know it can be kind of used both ways, but um, obviously owners going to benefit from this, but so will their employees.
1: Well, definitely. And keep in mind, small businesses are still able to access the federal wage subsidy program as well to help pay for those employee wages and keep them on the payroll. I know for any small business owner, um, if they come to a decision of having to lay off an employee, it is really heartbreaking. And that's unfortunately what happens with a lot of these restrictions. They're coming in and out of them. It It does in some cases amount to some layoffs. So hopefully this can be used to retain some employees and keep that connection with the employer.
0: You, you mentioned the federal wage subsidy. I understand as it sits right now, things, of course, can always change. But as of this moment, it is set to expire in the next couple of months by the end of June. Um, is there a big concern from uh, independent business owners right now about that fund kind of running out here pretty soon? I imagine, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at April 19th here in BC as when some of these restrictions might be revisited, but it's widely expected that uh, they will last well beyond uh, that April 19th date. Is Is there being a push, I guess, for the federal government to continue to offer that wage subsidy beyond uh, the month of June?
1: Well, as we've been calling on, you know, at all levels of government from the provincial to the federal, federal levels is that now is not the time to be turning off the taps to any type of support program already, you know, 70% of, 70% of small businesses report uh, relying and accessing support programs is critical to their survival. And that is really telling that really means that they're very much keeping their doors open through, by accessing these support programs. So, you You know depending on how things go and I know some of the federal programs have already been extended um, it's definitely going to be something that we're going to be calling on for is that these programs need to be in place until we are at the full reopening of the economy and what that really entails is when businesses can start opening again under normal operations without having to deal with um, you know social distancing in their business or reduced operating capacity as well as you know can talk about maybe winding down these programs really at a position when the full economic reopening of the economy happens. And that really also includes our borders to allow for the tourism industry to once again uh, get a kickstart.
0: You mentioned, you know, talking about this new BC fund that was announced today. We also talk about the federal wage subsidy program. Um, how many businesses do you think are kind of, you know, taking advantage of these programs, but might be finding themselves almost on their last legs? I mean, we were in this pandemic for more than a year now. Uh, businesses, of course, have been impacted. The, the hospitality and, uh, uh, and art sectors, as you mentioned, have been the hardest hit. And it's going to continue to probably be a difficult one to continue to maneuver through throughout the course of this summer until we do get through this pandemic. Hopefully that happens sooner than later, but do you anticipate we might see more businesses be closing here in these next several months? You know, even though these programs are in place, that's great, but it's not going to, you know, save a business probably by accessing this money. Well,
1: actually, you know, in January of 2020, 2021, um, the CFIB did release its business closure report and at that time um, we calculated or it was estimated that around 15% of British Columbia small businesses were actively considering permanently closing or claiming bankruptcy Uh, and that really amounts to around 25,000 small businesses across the province that are actively considering permanently closing their businesses right now and that is really quite a a concerning number to, to think Think about that. And also that overall impact it would have on the economy. Now, that number, again, was was taken from January. But considering we've never really seen a a recovery uh, since early January, I can only assume that that number has stayed the same or has perhaps unfortunately increased.
0: So is there anything that can be done or anything you would be lobbying for to help those businesses who are sort of on the brink right now?
1: Well, definitely, again, you know, as long as this pandemic is happening and there's business restrictions and operating restrictions, we're going to have to have proper support measures in place, both at the federal and provincial level. But it's also imperative of all of us as consumers and British Columbians to also think small business every day. Um, I know there was a huge emphasis on supporting small businesses in 2020. It's going to be even more important in 2021 to think locally whenever we can.
0: Is there any survey or any sort of, um, you know, just sort of look ahead that you've done or, or discuss with owners in the province of BC to kind of see when things could potentially pick back up? Like, I'm just a, just a hypothetical. Like, let's say uh, by the end of June, everyone has a vaccine and we can start to sort of relive life as it was pre-pandemic. I imagine revenue streams are not going to jump back into to normal uh, rates right away. It's going to take some time. How long do you think it will take some businesses to really truly recover even once the economy does fully reopen? It's not going to happen overnight.
1: Well, I think it was around half of small businesses said that it would take more than a year for them to get to profitable levels once again. And of course, you know, that's gauging at their current operating levels and revenues and uh, the restrictions that are on them right now. But definitely thinking, you know, to the future, um, it's going to take a while for these businesses to fully recover. You also have to keep in mind, uh, small businesses have taken on an immense amount of COVID-19 related debt. uh, Just to operate and keep their doors open, on average, um, you know, the average British Columbia small business has taken on, average, on average, one hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars worth of COVID nineteen related debt. So as we look to economic recovery, one of the things we are going to have to look at is how do we help these businesses perhaps pay down that debt and also help, you know, keep their connections and uh, get to a position where they might be able to rehire as well and, uh, and you know, expand their operations to what they were or perhaps even greater um, you know, prior to the pandemic of when this all happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a, a long road to recovery. I think we can all anticipate that, and uh, you know, we don't have any choice but to be along for the ride. That's just the way it's going to go. I think that's about all I have on this for you here today, Annie. I'll really appreciate you taking the time, um, and and hopefully we continue to see businesses take advantage of programs like this and be able to slowly claw their way out of uh, some of those debt levels that you mentioned. It's going to take a while, but. Uh, it's a tough one. It's just a tough one, right? We're continuing to deal with the pandemic here, unfortunately, and it's, uh, we're not out of it yet, but I appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Annie Dormuth their acting spokesperson for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, NBC, in giving an overarching look at that new $50 million circuit breaker fund announced by the province here today uh, to be able to provide one-time payments of up to $10,000 for businesses who have been hit hardest by the most recent round of COVID-19 restrictions that were imposed by public health. Uh, the tail end of March there, and we've been living and dealing with now for about, you know, 9-10 days here to this point. So uh, hopefully this is going to make a bit of a difference or at least be able to help some struggling businesses get through the next couple of weeks because even if you get that full $10,000 amount and it's going to vary depending on the size of your business, that's still not a whole heck of a lot of money. As was mentioned several times, it's kind of a drop in the bucket in the grand scheme of things. Any little bit helps, so I never want to, you know, Think badly or or, or uh, wish any ill will when it comes to the government announcing these kinds of funds, but uh, the opposition not too happy with uh, how this is rolling out. No surprise there, uh, but uh, definitely feel like more could be done. And the fact that that fifty million dollars, this fund, is coming out of the more large scale medium and small business relief fund, the three hundred and fifty million dollar fund that was announced almost a year ago, it feels like, by the province. I can't remember exactly when it was launched, but uh, they were struggling to get that money out the door due to some red tape. They tried to increase some of the qualifications or expand some of it. So instead of seeing a full 70% loss of revenues, it's now just a 30% loss of revenues as a result of this pandemic. And they also extended the timeline. It was said to expire earlier this year, but instead that has now been extended through the summer to be able to apply for that small and medium-sized business relief fund. So uh, that's a little bit disappointing to see that money coming from that one pocket and just being moved into another. That's one of the, the big gripes that the uh, opposition has in relation to this announcement. But uh, as Ravi Kalan, who came on and joined me, BC's jobs minister, earlier on in the three o'clock hour said, uh, just trying to make some new money available to be able to get it out quicker. Um, the the Liberal government has been talking, or the, sorry, the, the, the Liberal Party in BC has been talking quite a bit about how that small and medium-sized business relief program has just not gotten money out there. So the NDP's, I guess, uh, way to remedy that is to move, move it from one pocket to another and then hopefully loosen some of the red tape that goes along with it. But nonetheless, it does mean less money available in a different fund, which continues to be a problem.